Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Ditch Decade Diets Podcast. I am your host, Lorna Perozo, certified food freedom coach and founder of the Ditch Decade Diets Academy. I've spent 10 years in an unhealthy relationship with food, binge eating, over-exercising, and feeling insecure in my body. This podcast is all about helping you get to the root of your food struggles and teaching you how to rewire your brain so you can end binge eating. If you're ready to improve your relationship with food and cultivate more self-love towards yourself and your health, this is the podcast for you. So let's get to it and jump right in. Welcome everybody to the Goodbye Food Guilt Masterclass. I am so excited about this masterclass. I hope you guys are buzzing with excitement as well too. And if you are here watching live with me, then I would love for you to say hello in the comments. I want this to be a very interactive experience. I thrive off of you guys um, being here and engaging with the masterclass. So hi, Lindsay, very excited that you guys are here. We're going to have a lot of fun. I'm so excited. If you are catching the replay, you can hashtag replay. Let me know that you are watching and interact, interact as if you were live as well too, because why not? Let's just have some fun. Hi, Leslie. Hi, Marie. So excited. This is a really important conversation that we're going to be having today. And if you are here, then you probably want to better your relationship with food. You are probably want to, you probably want to break free from yo-yo dieting and just all the diets, to be honest, like you're probably exhausted and maybe you're burnt out from years of dieting and you're not looking for a quick fix. You want to heal your relationship with food. You want to stop your binge eating and just feel so free with food. And if that's you, let me know in the comments. Let me know in the comments. Hi, Lindsay. Hi, Christina. Hi, Rebecca. Hello, you guys. Okay. So you're probably wanting to heal your relationship with food, but there's this sneaky guilt that gets in the way. Maybe you can't seem to shake off guilt after eating certain foods. I know for me in my journey, it was it was really tough, you know, allowing myself to eat foods that for 10 plus years, I was told that was bad. And I was told that as too much sugar, you shouldn't be eating that you're not allowed to eat this. And then wait, I'm allowed to eat this. How, how do I not feel bad? How do I not feel guilty when for 10 years I've been told don't eat this food. Right. And you technically know that you're allowed to eat the chocolate. You're allowed to eat the food, but every time you eat the chocolate and you feel guilty, right? Like that, that's so tough because it's like, but I was told that this, I shouldn't be eating this food. So guilt can feel really hard to shake. Guilt can be really hard to shake. And I'm just curious, by the way, as we are getting um, started, what do you feel guilty for? Is it certain foods? Is it a behavior that you're engaging in that makes you feel guilty? Is it a certain food? Is it the act of binging? Like, what do you specifically feel guilty for? What makes you feel guilty? What makes you feel guilty? Let me know in the chat. 
Guilt can be all-consuming and it can last quite a long time unless you have the awareness and the tools of how to actually shift this guilt. And of course, this is what we're going to be talking about today. Okay. So I'm very, very, very excited. So what is your relationship to guilt? When you think about the word guilt in and of itself, like when you just think about guilt, how you feel in your body, how do you feel in your body when you think about the word guilt? For me, as soon as I think about guilt or like feeling guilty, it's like tense, contracted, nervous, anxious, embarrassed. I think back to my life, even when I was a young child, and every time that I felt guilty, it was because I thought I was doing something wrong. Maybe I did something wrong, but many times it was simply because I thought I was doing something wrong. For example, I thought my, I thought, I thought my parents were going to be mad at me if I did bad on the test. So I felt guilty that I didn't study, even though they weren't mad at me. I'm going to relate this back to food, but there needs to be some context. I thought I should have been nicer to that one kid at school during, during recess. So I felt guilty. Guilt comes from the thoughts that you think. Guilt comes from the thoughts that you think and your thoughts impact how you feel. You don't just feel guilty. There is always a thought that precedes you to feeling guilty. And you guys, the reality is oftentimes the thoughts that we think are not even true. The thoughts that we think are not even true. When I was talking about this belief that I had, like I thought my parents were going to be mad at me if I did bad on this test, so I felt guilty, even if my parents were not mad at me because I simply had this thought in my mind of like, what if they're mad at me? I think they're going to be mad at me. I automatically felt guilt, even if it wasn't true. Even if it wasn't true. So what is the thought that you are experiencing that is leading you to feeling guilty? And is this thought even true? Is this thought even true? Oftentimes, the thoughts are usually made up in our mind. We think certain thoughts because we're just told that that's how it should be, right? You have to get good grades because if you don't, you should feel guilty. You should be nice to your friends at school because if you don't, then you should. You should. You should go to college. You should go to university right after high school. If not, you should feel guilty. You should get married by this certain time, or you should do this. You should do this. You should like all of this should, you should do this. And if you don't, you feel guilty. I grew up never drinking, never wanting to party, even in university. I was like, well, of course I don't really have a boyfriend or like many friends because I'm like, look at me. I should be out partying. I should be drinking. That's what everyone else is doing. I should stay up late. I should go out. I should, I should, I should, I should. Did I want to? No, but I felt like I should. And because I didn't, hello, guilt. But who made up these thoughts? Like who made up these rules? Who made up the rules of like, this is what you should be doing. 
Most of the thoughts that you think on a daily basis, 97% of our thoughts are subconscious thoughts. They're just programmed in our brain. They just pop up on autopilot. They pop up on autopilot. And one of my mentors said to me, thoughts are just thoughts, but it doesn't mean that they're true. Thoughts are just thoughts, but it doesn't mean that that thought is actually true. And you can't control your thoughts. Your thoughts come from what you see, what you hear, even like growing up, you know, as as a young child, like even now, like what you see on social media, what you hear, like the thoughts that you hear, right? Like the, the things that you hear, the things that you see is what really creates the thoughts that you think. But we never ask ourselves, but is this thought even true? We, they're just, they just float in our mind and we expect them to do, to be true. Cause it's like, well, I think this thought and with thoughts, you can't sometimes control the, the crazy thoughts that you think, right? Like we probably have all these different crazy thoughts in our mind and you can't necessarily control the thoughts that you think, but you can control how you feel about the thought. And then when you have that level of awareness, you can choose to let it go if it's not serving you. And especially if it's not true, like this thought is not even mine. Like next, next, this thought is not even true. Next. It was so crazy. Uh, two days ago, I was downstairs in my basement and I was working out and I was watching something on YouTube and something popped up for some crazy reason. It was a video from 2013, you guys, literally 10 years ago, I was on a stage in a fitness competition. I was walking the stage in like this bikini. I was all dolled up. I was, you know, shaking my little booty off. I was in a spray tan. I saw all the other judges. Yes. People literally just sit there and judge your body. Like I'm going to see how good this person looks like it's crazy. And I remember, I remember telling my husband, just one second. <coughs> I remember telling my husband, I was like, I hear my coach in this video. And I said, I don't know why I hired her, to be honest, because I remember this one time she got mad at me because I had blueberries. She got mad at me because I had blueberries, you guys blueberries. This was back in 2013, but this was like a pretty traumatic event. Like I was following a very rigid meal plan. I was doing fitness competitions and clearly blueberries were not on the plan. It was like this very rigid plan of like protein and and vegetables and whatnot. It was very extreme. It was very intense. And I remember telling her, like I had some blueberries and she lost it. She literally lost it on me. She's like, Do you want to win this competition or not? Do you want to be fit or not? And I was like, oh my gosh. But at the time back in 2013, I didn't think this was, I didn't think really much of this. Like, I didn't think there's anything wrong. I was just like, oh, well, feel guilty. Clearly she's telling you that like you did something wrong. So you should feel guilty. I felt so bad afterwards. And the truth was like, she was mad at me, but I had this thought in my mind 
of like, you shouldn't have had that. So of course I felt guilty. So you can think back, think back to when you first, if you can remember when you first felt guilty about eating certain foods, when you first felt guilty about eating certain foods, did somebody tell you that you should feel guilty? Did somebody tell you that you should feel guilty? By the way, if you guys are watching live with me, let me know if, if everything's okay. Because I don't see any more comments. So just let me know if thumbs up, if everything is good, okay? Think back to when you first felt guilty about eating certain foods. Did somebody tell you that you should feel guilty? Did you hear somebody else say like, oh, I feel, thank you, Leslie. I feel so bad for eating this food. So then you started feeling bad for eating certain foods. What led you to feeling guilty? Because guilt doesn't just happen. There has to be some type of thought that you think in your mind. And then that thought is what leads you to feeling guilty. So let's break this down. Let's say a comment that was said to you. So obviously I shared the example of a coach making me feel guilty for eating blueberries, like crazy. So of course, every time I ate blueberries, I'm like, am I allowed to eat this? Like crazy, right? But what comments, what comments have been said to you about what you were eating? There was also another time where somebody very close to me said, you're eating again? And I was like, oh shit. Like this person literally was like, you're eating again. And I'm like, well, if this person is thinking that, like, should I not be eating again? Boom, automatic guilt. I thought I shouldn't be eating again. Maybe, maybe I shouldn't be eating again. Like, is it, is it wrong? Is it wrong to be eating again? But I'm hungry. That thought, that thought of, oh, you're eating again. That led me to feeling guilty. And the thing with comments the thing with comments is like every time that you eat a certain food or you go up for seconds, there's so much fear. There's so much anxiety of somebody saying that comment to you again. You hear their voice. You hear their thoughts. You hear their opinions. You remind yourself you shouldn't like what you shouldn't do. Every time I was like hungry and I wanted to go up for seconds. You, you think I went up for seconds? No. I heard that thought in my mind. You're eating again. And I'm like, oh, I don't want, I don't want somebody to say that again. I'm just not going to go up for seconds. This is literally what we do. We feel so guilty for listening to our body. Your body is literally telling you, go get seconds. You're hungry. And you're like, but I can't No, this person, this person told me like, I shouldn't. Or they made a comment of like, you're eating again. So then you feel like you're doing something wrong. Yeah. People have always said that to me. You're going to eat that much. It's like, yeah, I am. But we don't, sometimes we don't have the confidence because when you feel guilty, like if, if automatically you feel guilty and then somebody says something to you, it's like, it just guilt on top of guilt on top of guilt right? So there's either comments that people say to you, right? Like directly to you, like, wow, you're eating too much. Or like, 
that's a lot of food. Like that thought, that thought leads you to feeling guilty. Now, there's also comments that people say to themselves that you overhear. How often, how often do you hear other people, even if they're trying to make a joke and they're trying to say like, like to themselves, like, oh, I ate too much. Or like, I got to go to the gym and burn off all these calories. I'm so mad at myself for going out for dinner, or I shouldn't have eaten, you know, that ice cream yesterday. Those thoughts that even though somebody else is, is telling themselves, it's because you hear that thought, then you get into your mind as well. And you're like, well, this person is feeling bad about going out for dinner. Like they feel guilty for going out for dinner. So I have plans on Saturday to go out for dinner. Should like, should I not be going out for dinner? Should I be feeling guilty that I'm going out for dinner? Maybe you've even asked somebody, maybe you've even, you've even asked somebody like, Hey, do you want to go out for dinner? And they're like, Oh no, sorry. I'm on a diet. And you're like, well, shit. Shit, maybe I should be following a diet too. But you never felt that way before hearing this person say this, but because that person said that thought, then you feel guilty. So your thoughts impact your the feelings of guilt. The thoughts that you think in your mind is what creates the guilt. If somebody says like, oh, I have to burn off all the calories in the gym because like, oh my gosh, I ate too much. Then you feel like you should do that. And maybe there were certain foods that you never felt guilty before, before eating. Like, I want you to think about like, maybe some foods you you never really thought about. Like, for example, going to a birthday party and eating birthday cake. You, you were like, I never felt bad for eating birthday cake at the beginning. It was just like, you go to a birthday party. That's kind of just like what you do, right? You go to a birthday party, you celebrate and you have cake. Like it, it wasn't like a thought in your mind. You're like, well, this is just what we do. Like we go to a birthday party, we celebrate and we have birthday cake. But then you started hearing other people saying like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to have the cake. Like I have to watch my calories or if I'm going to have the cake, then I got to go burn it off. Or I'm on a diet, so I'm going to skip the cake today. And then you start questioning yourself. You start questioning your actions. You start questioning, like, do I want the cake? Should I have the cake? And even if you've never felt guilty for eating cake before, this, these thoughts that, that, you are, that you are inputting into your mind, the thought is literally what's creating the guilt. So for you, what thoughts are creating guilt for you? Can you think of any? Like, what are the sneaky little thoughts that is making you feel guilty? Comment below if you know. Comment below. Is there certain thoughts that creates you or leads you to feeling guilty? Maybe the thought is like, nut butter is so high in calories, or I can't go up for seconds. Or chocolate's bad. Or fruit has too much sugar. Like, I am bigger than I should be. Yeah. Oh, hi, Amber. 
So good to see you. Hi, Jessica. Oh, my clients. I love you guys. So it's like you have this thought, right? You have this thought. And if you don't know the thought, well, we have to find the thought because the thought is literally what creates the feelings of guilt. I shouldn't be eating this, right? So what is that thought? What is that thought preventing you from doing? So what I mean by this is if you feel guilty for, let's say, eating cake, that is preventing you from enjoying the cake. That is preventing you from maybe getting seconds because you're like, oh, but I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have the cake. And then even though you're hungry later and you want seconds, you're like, but I shouldn't have, I shouldn't get up for seconds because I feel bad eating the cake. Do you guys see how this like spirals? You feel bad for eating cake, but you're hungry at dinner and you want to go up for seconds, but you're like, oh, but remember, uh, I shouldn't have cake. And remember that comment that somebody said about going up for seconds. And now you're like, I can't go up for seconds. So not only are you not enjoying the cake because you feel like you can't enjoy it because you should feel bad for eating it, but then you don't listen to your body when you're hungry and you actually want to go up for seconds. Maybe guilt is actually preventing you from doing things with your family. Guilt is preventing you from even being intimate with your husband. Like for me, guilt, oh my gosh, like guilt felt so intense some days. Like I would feel so bad for binging. I would feel so bad for eating certain foods. And then of course I was bloated. I felt disgusting in my body. And then it was like, I don't want to be intimate. Like I don't want my husband looking at me. I don't want my husband touching me. Like I feel gross. I feel disgusting. But then not only did I feel guilt for eating the chocolate or eating the certain foods, but then now I feel guilt because I want to be intimate, but I don't want to be intimate, but, but I should, I should want to feel, I should want to be intimate, but I don't, but I should. Do you guys see how this spirals? You feel guilty about eating certain foods, but it doesn't stop there. The guilt trickles into other areas of your life. Being intimate is something that it trickled into to my life. And it's like, it's so tough going out with friends and family, right? It's like you feel bad because you've eaten certain foods and because you feel bad about eating certain foods, then now you feel bad about the way that your body looks. So you let the guilt win. Are you letting guilt preventing you from doing what you want to do? Are you letting guilt preventing you from living your life? We cannot give our energy, our focus, and our power from to these thoughts that might not even be your thoughts. Can we just take a moment here for a second? The thoughts that you are thinking might not even be your thoughts. You might be borrowing this thought from somebody else, somebody else, somebody else's projections, but you're now taking on that thought as your own thought, but it's not even your thought. And it's probably not even true. Hi, Bridget. So you're giving energy, focus, time, and attention to a thought that's not, that's not even your thought. And it's not even true. And it's preventing you from listening to your body. It's preventing you from living your life. It's not about just like, 
oh, I feel guilty for eating the cake. Do you see how important it is to shake off this guilt? If you want a better relationship with food, your body, yourself, you don't, it's not that you, it's not like, oh, I just don't allow myself to eat the ice cream, but it's like, because you feel bad for eating the ice cream, then that leaves you like, I need to self-soothe because I feel so bad for eating the ice cream. So then you binge on the ice cream and then it's like, you feel guilty for binging and it's like, it stacks, it stacks. So your thoughts, your thoughts that you think are preventing you from a better relationship with food, your thoughts are creating the guilt. You know, you want ice cream, you know, you want the cake, you know, you want seconds, but you don't listen to your body because you let this thought hold you back. Maybe Maybe you so badly want to stop tracking calories and macros for me. Like that was my reality. Cause for so long, I was like, I literally cannot track any longer because I was so exhausted. I was like, I know I need to eat intuitively, but I feel guilty. I thought I had the strange thought again. Remember thoughts creates the guilt. So I had this thought in my mind of like, if I stop tracking and eat intuitively, I'm going to be so lazy. Like I'm just giving up. Like, what are people going to think about me? But that thought made me feel guilty, which I let guilt get in the way from me improving my relationship with food. So maybe you have this thought of like, but I need to diet because everyone else is dieting. Or maybe you feel like You need to lose weight. So then you feel bad if you stop dieting because you're like, but I need to lose weight. You feel guilt. But that guilt is literally preventing you from healing your relationship with food. Because you know what you actually need to do is heal your relationship with food and stop the dieting and stop the tracking. So guilt is not just like, oh, I feel bad for eating this certain food. Guilt can literally prevent you from you not listening to your body. Right? When you let the thoughts win, when you let the thought win of like, I shouldn't go up for seconds, I can't eat the cake, the guilt kicks in, the guilt kicks in. And we get into like this all or nothing thinking, right? You guys know what I'm talking about, the all or nothing thinking. It's like, well, I already had the cake, so my whole day is ruined. Well, I think... I have this thought, it's probably not even true, but I think that I'm gaining weight. So I might as well just finish the cookies. Or I think, I think I feel bigger. Like I just, I think that I'm gaining weight. So, um, oh, right. I had the rest of the chocolates in the cabinet. So I'm just going to finish those off. Cause like, I think, I think, I think I'm gaining weight. Well, I should have eaten healthier today but I didn't. So tomorrow starts. Like when you have these thoughts, right? They end up like getting into this all or nothing mentality. One thought of like, I ate something bad sends you into this spiral of like, well, I already did bad today. So today's a write-off. Even if I'm tracking my macros and it's like, but I ate something that I know was way off my macros. So I'm just not going to track for the rest of the day. When you have these thoughts, you have to remind yourself that it's not one meal. 
It's not about one food. It's not about one meal. It's about what you eat today, tomorrow, the next day, next month, next year. Like it's, it's about the consistency of it all. It's not one meal is going to make you gain 10 pounds, but sometimes the thought in our mind makes us feel guilty that that's what's going to happen. We know if we have some chocolate, we're not going to gain 10 pounds, 10 million pounds. But the thought in our mind of like, you shouldn't be eating that, that thought is what creates the guilt. And then when you feel guilty, it's like we get into the all or nothing mentality. We just say, screw it. That's the problem. It's not, it's not you eating the chocolate. It's the fact that you believe that you're doing something wrong by eating the chocolate. That's the problem. That is the problem. One of my mentors said to me, it's not about the food. It's how you feel about the food. So it's not about eating the chocolate. It's how you feel about eating chocolate right? Because there can be somebody who has some chocolate and they simply move on. Like last night, I was craving some chocolate and I went into my cabinets and I had some chocolate chips and I was like, boom, so good. But years ago, I would have some chocolate and I'm like, remember, you should, you should feel guilty. Remember that chocolate's usually not on your plan. So you should feel bad for eating chocolate. And then it was like, it would lead to a binge. So in order to start releasing these thoughts, because now you know that the thought is what creates the guilt, you can ask yourself the first question, is this thought true? If you are watching live, comment below, is this thought true? Write that down. Is this thought true? Think about the thoughts that you regularly think when you feel guilty. For me, I can remember so cl clearly after a binge or like after eating certain foods that I, I felt like I shouldn't be eating, the thoughts that I thought were, I am such an idiot. I'm so stupid. Like I literally remember saying those exact words. I am such an idiot. I am so stupid. And again, because 97% of our thoughts are on autopilot, we don't think much about it. We just feel the guilt and we just continue to feel guilty for like days and weeks and sometimes months. This, these thoughts are subconscious thoughts. They run on autopilot, but that doesn't mean it's true. Remember what I said at the beginning, thoughts are just thoughts, but they may not be true. So many times after a binge, I literally would like text my husband <laughs> I felt like I was like living a movie because you know, when you do something over and over again, and it just feels like you're pressing like play on like a, a tape or tape thing. Like it's just like the same thing over and over again. And I would text my husband and I'm like, oh, I did it again. I'm so stupid. I'm such an idiot. Like, was that going to change anything? No, but it was automatic. I binged. I felt guilty. I binged. I felt bad. I binge, I'm a failure. I binge, text my husband. I binge, I thought I was a, I'm stupid. I binge, I said I'm an idiot. I never once, never, never, never once asked myself, is this thought even true? I never once asked myself, is this true? That I'm an idiot. Is it true that I'm stupid? Like that's it? 
I'm, I'm just an idiot. I'm just stupid. End of story. I believe that thought because I just repeated it to myself for so long. But when you bring more awareness to the thought itself and you ask yourself like, hold on, is this thought even true? Then you can, you can contemplate a little bit and really see how silly some of the thoughts that we think are. Was it true that I was stupid? No. Was it true that I was an idiot? No. Did it feel true in that moment? Yep. Did it feel like I was stupid because I promised myself that I wasn't going to binge and then I did it again? So did it feel like I was stupid? Yes. Did it feel like I was an idiot? Yes. Did I think that that thought was true? Yes. But it, is it is it true? No, I'm not stupid. I'm not an idiot. But unless you take time to pause, to reflect, you can actually bring more awareness to these thoughts. You're just going to automatically assume that the thought is true because it's on autopilot. Right. And if you believed that thought for so long, of course, it's going to feel real. Of course, it's going to feel true. But you have to take time to call it out. You have to take time to call it out. And, and like, when you call it out, it's like, you can realize how sometimes silly the thoughts that we think are like, even just saying that thought out loud, (laughs) I just laugh because I'm like, okay, but I'm actually so stupid for, for believing that like, what, what, it doesn't even make sense. It just seems so silly to me. But in that moment, of course, when you, you promised yourself that you weren't going to binge and then you binge. And you think that like, oh my gosh, like I'm literally such an idiot. Of course, it's going to feel true. Right? So where and when did you start believing these thoughts to be true? And is it actually true? Like when you say that thought out loud, do you laugh when you're like, okay, that's so silly. Like, or is it true? I'm, I'm sure it's not true. But it just feels true for you. Did somebody tell you that? And then now you think that you should think and feel that way? Did you hear that from somebody else where they felt that way? They thought that way. So now you believe that you should think and feel that way too. You have to prove to yourself that these thoughts are not true. Like you have to find evidence. So for me, because it happened so many times, like I would literally like promise myself, like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to binge. And then I would binge. So it's like, for me, it felt so hard to say that this thought is not true because I kept doing it, but I needed to create and find evidence to, to remind myself that this thought is not true. Like I'm on a healing journey. I'm learning how to rewire my brain, right? Like at the time I didn't have support. I wasn't in a program. So I had no idea what the heck I was doing, but like when I joined a program and then I started learning the tools, I'm like, okay, well, it's true that it feels like very frustrating, but look at all the evidence. It's like, you're getting support, right? I'm sure, I'm sure you've probably seen other people in your life. You probably know people in your life who have a healthy relationship with food and they can eat a slice of cake and they just like simply move on. Like they don't feel bad. 
that is evidence that that is possible for you too. That is evidence that that is possible for you too. I'm sure you see people who eat a piece of chocolate and they're able to like move on with their day without obsessing or without feeling bad. That is proof that that is possible for you too. But we don't look at the evidence because you're like, yeah, but that person's skinny. But they can, they could eat the birthday cake and it's not a big deal. You can't go there. You can't compare. You just have to notice the evidence of like, oh, well, they can eat the cake without feeling guilty. So, so can I. They can have a chocolate and easily move on. So, so can I. You can't say, well, they can because they don't have health issues. They're not overweight. You can't go there. You just have, you got to extract the evidence from what is true in this situation to support you. When I was eight, my brother told me I need to stop eating. I always had that ingrained in the back of my mind. Oh, I'm so sorry, Amber. There were skinny, skinny cheerleaders and they say they're so fat and need to lose the weight. And I was bigger than them. Exactly. Right. Exactly. It's like when somebody, when you're around somebody and they're like, I I'm so fat and you're in a larger body, you're like, well, like, what are you literally thinking about me? If somebody beside you is like, oh my gosh, like I feel so bad for eating this pizza and you're with them eating pizza. You're like, well, sh like, should I stop eating my pizza? Cause like, um, uh, what? Right. When I binge eat, I always feel so bad. My husband don't like me big at all. He's trying to understand binging is a behavior disorder. I'm finally getting support. Awesome. So regardless of weight or size, you can eat guilt-free as well too. You can eat what you want without guilt. You might not be able to control the thoughts because they are automatic, but you can decide what, like, what to do with those thoughts. Do you want to believe that thought to be true? Do you want to believe that everyone else can eat cake and chocolate except for you? Do you want to believe that? No, because you're better than that. So that was the first piece of like, is this thought true? And what you guys are recognizing, hopefully from this training is like 97% of your thoughts run on autopilot. They are not even true. They are literally not even true, but you're believing them. And then that thought is what's creating the guilt. Okay. Now, is this thought mine? Is this thought true? That's the first one. But then is this thought mine? Remember, I talked about hearing. Um, talking about comments that other people make. When you think a certain thought, is it your thought? Or is it somebody else's thought? Is it somebody else's belief? Are you borrowing somebody's belief? Remember, there was a comment here about like, when I was eight, my brother told me I need to stop eating. And now like, I always have that ingrained in the back of my mat, in my head. So it's like the, like the next time it's like, we want to eat something. And we have that thought of like, you shouldn't eat. It's not your thought. It's your brother's thought. It's somebody else's thought, but we take it on as our thought because we believed it for so long that it now feels like it's your thought. This person thinks that they need to go to the gym to burn off all the calories that they ate. So now you have this thought of like, I need to go to the gym and burn off all these calories. But is that your thought? No, 
It's this person's thought. I think I should feel bad for eating ice cream and popcorn, but is this my thought? Or did I hear this from a parent growing up? Or did I hear this from my best friend? My best friend literally told me that she's going to stop eating popcorn and she's going to stop eating ice cream. So now you have this thought of like, oh my God, ice cream is bad and and um, popcorn is bad. But is it your thought? No. So ask yourself, is this thought true, number one? And is this thought even mine? Now, I want to reiterate that the thoughts that you think can feel really true. Maybe you've believed this thought for decades. Maybe a thought was said to you when you were eight years old. So it feels like it's yours. It feels true and it feels like it's yours. Right? And the thing is, you guys, thoughts just don't disappear. Like I think back to when I was in grade eight and I was called fat, that thought did not just drift away. It didn't just like magically disappear. Every single time I looked at myself in the mirror, what, what do you think I thought? You're fat. Was this true? No. Did it feel true? Yes. Was it my thought? No. Did it feel like my thought? Yes. So it can feel true and it can feel like it's your thought. And, and you just start to take on that thought. And then every time you look at yourself in the mirror, you hear that person's voice, but it, it doesn't, it's not that person's voice. It, it's like, it's your voice because you're, you're believing it. But what's actually going on here? What is actually going on here? Even if a thought is true, because there, it's not all thoughts are not true. Most of them are not true. But even if a thought is true and it's not helpful, it's like, do I want to focus on that thought? I know it's not helpful. Or is there something else that I can focus on? Let's say, for example, I'm going to do an example here. Let's say, let's say you just binged. So what's true? What is actually true? The truth is you binged. Like, we're not going to sugarcoat it. <laughs> like, you literally just binged. Okay, so that's the truth. We know that that's true. Some thoughts are true. So the truth is I binged. But what's not true because it's really easy to be like, see, I'm a failure. See, I'm never going to stop my binge eating. Oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. But, but it's like, the truth is I binge, but what else is true? Maybe what's also true is that you allowed yourself to eat the cake. And that is like such a big, that's like a huge win for you. Because for so many years, you felt like you had to restrict yourself and you never allowed yourself to eat birthday cake. So that's a win, but you discredit that. You're like, yeah, but I feel guilty. But you need to still see that as a win. You just take on, yeah, but I'm guilty. I'm a failure and I'm an idiot because I binged. Sure, it's true that you binge. That's true, but it's there's also other things over here that's true. The truth is that you also allowed yourself to eat cake. And that's, that's a win, right? So it's like sometimes when we are 
feeling guilty, we just, we zoom in to like the negative. We zoom into like, I feel guilty. But what else is true? Right? Another example is like, okay, the truth is I binged. But what else, like, what else is true? What, what else is true? Well, yesterday, I was so proud of myself because I, I meal prepped and I, and I was actually fueling my body. But, but we, don't, we don't look at that. We look at, oh, I just binge. I'm a failure. So when, when you're zooming in on these thoughts that are not helpful, it's like there's so many other, there's so many other, like there's, there's, there's so much more truth over here, but you're focusing on this truth. You're focusing on the truth of I binge. And yes, that's true. But what else is true over here? Right? What's true is I binge. But what's not true? There's also that piece. What's true is I binge. What's not true is I always eat foods that make me feel like crap. Again, I remember telling myself this, like, Lorna, you know that those foods don't make you feel good. Like, why do you keep eating them? But it's not true that that always happens. Yes, it does happen. It, it did happen pretty frequently, but it's not necessarily fully true. I also did eat foods that made, made me feel good. Like, even when I was binging, sure, it was true that, like, I binge. But there was also some other truth of the majority of times I still took care of my body. What's true is I still enjoyed working out. What's true is I still enjoyed healthy foods. What's true is I still take, took care of my body. So it's like there's other truths here, but we zoom in on the negative. So it's easy to only focus on the guilt. And, no, and nothing else. You went out for dinner yesterday and you ordered what you wanted to win, uh, to, you, you ordered what you wanted to order. And, and that's like a big deal for you. But you're like, yeah, but that didn't count because today I had chocolate and I feel guilty. You, you can't discredit that win. You can't discredit the fact that you went out for dinner and you actually ordered what you want. Like that's a big win. You didn't feel guilty yesterday but you zoom in on how you feel today because it's in this moment. Have awareness, redirect them, but don't focus on what didn't go well. Focus on like what, what actually went well. Another example is like, what's true is I feel sick right now. Like that's honestly the truth. Like my stomach hurts. I don't feel well. That is true. But what's not true is I'm never going to be able to stop my binge eating. Now, again, this can feel true because maybe you've been binging, you know, back to back all week. And it feels true because you feel sick and you're exhausted and you're like, I just want to end the cycle. But it's not true that you won't be able to stop your binge eating. It's not true. What's true is you feel uncomfortable in your own skin. What's not true is, is the fact that you're going to gain 9 million pounds tomorrow. Like, that's not true. What's true is you feel like maybe you put on weight. And that might be true. But also, it's not true that you're going to put on 9 million pounds tomorrow. Like, do you see what I mean? Like, there are the facts. There are certain things that's true. I don't feel well. I ate too much. 
I binge. That could be true. But what's also not true is like the stories that you're creating out of these thoughts that are not true, but they feel really true. What may be true is that you have to be mindful of certain foods because of your health, maybe diabetes or um, health issues. That is true. But what's also true is you want a better relationship with food. What's true is I'm scared of weight gain. That, that thought could be true. But what's also true? Well, I've been dieting my whole life and I know that doesn't work. What's true is you want to be mindful of your health and you want to be mindful of how you feel and you're trying to make better choices. What's also true is like a healthy person that also wants to make good choices also enjoys chocolate in moderation. It's not black and white. It's not, I have this one thought, so I have to believe it to be true. And then there's nothing else that's true. Do you guys see how, like, there's so much more. There's so much more to this. Now, with this exercise of like, what's true, what's not true? Is this thought true? Is this thought mine? Like with, with all of this, right? Remember that these beliefs and these thoughts might have been ingrained into your brain for a year, five years, 10, 15, 20, 30 plus years, you guys. Like that's a long time. That's a long time. So we also need to understand that as well too. Like these thoughts are just not gonna go away tomorrow. But with this process, it's gonna really, really help. Now, another thing that you can do as well too, if you can ask yourself is like, what do I need right now? When you feel guilt, it's like you let that emotion take over. For me, it was like, I don't wanna do anything. I'm gonna put sweatpants on. I'm going to sit on the couch. I don't want to do anything. I don't want anyone to see me. I don't want to look at anyone. I don't want to go out. I don't want to be in public. I don't want to do anything. But not doing anything with the guilt doesn't help to release the guilt. It compounds over time. Not doing anything about the guilt doesn't change the guilt. And we know that the guilt can last like days and weeks and months. So the question the question of what, what do I need right now? If you were to look at your five-year-old self in the eyes right now, who is experiencing guilt, what would she need? I want you to picture your five-year-old self. I, I use the analogy all the time, you guys, in, in so many of my trainings of like a young child, just because I think it's, it's just so valuable. It's so profound with a lot of like healing work. So if you have a child or maybe you don't, but you think of a young child or you think back to your younger self at five years old, and I want you to just like look at them right now in their cute little eyes and they feel so bad about doing something. You're like literally looking in their eyes and you can like see like tears are about to come. Like they're so sad. They feel so bad. Like they feel so guilty. Don't you just want to like give them a hug? And be like, it's okay. I promise you're not a bad person. Like, I love you so much. You're amazing. You're incredible. It makes you just want to like squish them and like, it's okay. Like, I love you. But when you feel guilty, what do you do? 
What, what do you do? What, what do you do? Let me know in the comments. What do you do when you feel guilty? You don't think, how can I comfort her? You don't think about your needs. You don't think, what do you need right now? You think, oh, I messed up. I'm an idiot. There we go again. Like, I'm an idiot. I'm stupid. I'm a failure. I shouldn't have done that. You know that is not what you need, but those thoughts are automatic. Yeah, self-sabotage mode. Those thoughts creep in that lead to the guilt. So how you can start rewiring your thinking is like, what do you need right now? What, like, what do you actually need? It's okay to feel guilt. It is okay. Remember, if there are certain things that were said to you at a very young age, like you're just not going to like, oh, I'm just not going to think that thought anymore. It's like, no, like it's okay to feel guilty. I promise you guys are going to get to a point where there's going to be zero guilt. Like I promise that, but it's okay to feel guilty after eating something. Don't be mad at yourself for feeling guilty because then that's going to stack the emotion. It's like, I feel guilty right now. That is okay. What, what do I need right now? Maybe it's a hug. Maybe it's some positive self-talk or a listening ear. How can you show that little girl inside of you like some love? But you just beat yourself up. You punish yourself. You punish yourself the next day. I got to do workouts harder. You're not, you got to skip breakfast. Tomorrow, okay, tomorrow when you wake up, yeah, you're not going to have breakfast. And oh, also you're going to go to the gym for three hours. Actually, starting tonight, you're going to go on the treadmill. And then, oh, tonight, you're also going to throw out the rest of the cookies because you shouldn't have had more anyways. Like you punish yourself. Imagine looking at yourself, like your five-year-old self, like looking at your little precious eyes. And like, there's tears in your eyes and like, they just feel so bad and they want to cry. Like they're so upset at themselves. And you want to punish them? Like, there's no way. There's no way you can literally look at somebody who's five years old and 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 be so mean. There's no way. You would give them a hug. You'd be so gentle. You'd be so compassionate. You'd be so loving. You would remind them what's true. You would remind them how amazing they are. You would remind them how proud of you you are of them. You would remind them how much you love them. You'd be kind. You'd be gentle. You'd be so loving and compassionate and, and tell them how much you care about them. Even like a best friend, depending obviously how close you are with the best friend. But if a best friend came up to you and was like, oh my gosh, like I feel so bad for eating all the almond butter yesterday. What would you say? Well, yeah, I mean, obviously you should like, do you know the calories on that? Like there's so many calories, like you should definitely go burn off those calories. When we put it like that, it seems so silly, right? Like you would never tell a friend like, yeah, don't you know the calories on that? Like you're going to gain so much weight. Like you should definitely not eat dinner tonight. Are you planning to eat dinner? Like you shouldn't. No way. When you say the thought out loud, it seems so silly. Would, Would you be able to say the thoughts that you think out loud to a friend? Would you be able to say the thoughts that you think out loud when your child is right beside you? Oh, if your child, I don't have kids, but if 
if your child was right there with you at the dining room table and you're like, oh, I'm such an idiot for eating a piece of cake and your daughter is there and she's like eating cake too, how do you think she's going to feel? This little child is now going to feel bad for eating cake because it's like, oh my gosh, mommy feels bad for eating cake. Then like I shouldn't be eating the cake too. Body image struggles spread because of this. This is how relationship with food issues spread. Like I said, I don't have kids myself, but I know that kids follow what you do. Like side note, my mom was a teacher and like complete side note, but just this came to my mind. Like my mom was a teacher. And when I was younger, I'm like, when I grow up, I'm going to be a teacher. And then I saw my mom getting up super early at like 6 a.m. to do a workout. What do you think I started doing? I was in high school. And I started getting up at 6 a.m. to do a workout. All my other friends are like going to bed at like three in the morning. And I'm like, I'm working out at 6 a.m. Model. My mom did this. So then I followed. I followed my mom's footsteps. Thankfully, she was not a dieter. Like, thank you. But, but like, if you are saying these thoughts to yourself, how do you think the people around you feel? Especially if you have kids, like your actions speak louder than words. They see you weighing all your food. They see you over-exercising. They get it. They see it. You're at a birthday party. I don't know why I keep talking about a birthday party, but let's just say again, going back to like the birthday party example. And it's like, you say, I feel so bad for eating the cake. And the person next to you who wasn't never feeling guilty is now feeling guilty. You're telling them like, you're like, oh yeah, I'm going to a spin class tomorrow and it's going to be such a hardcore workout and I'm planning to burn like X amount of calories. And they're like, oh my gosh, do I have to go work out too? Like we've all been there. I've definitely said things like that before too, because I did not have awareness. I did not realize the impact of my thoughts. I did not understand that my thoughts not only impact me and like what I say to myself impacts me, but it impacts other people. I did not have the awareness that thoughts impact my behaviors with food. Thoughts impact me feeling guilty. But now that you know you can have more awareness, you can be more mindful. Your thoughts matter. The way that you speak to yourself matters. The the, the way that you speak to yourself out loud matters. Can you be mindful? Can you catch yourself? It doesn't just impact you feeling guilty. It impacts the people around you. This is how guilt starts. You see people on social media. Do you guys hear that? Uh, you hear, you, you, look on, you look on social media and like there's like a full day of eating video and the person's like, well, I'm going to have a cookie because, oh my gosh, I ate so clean today. No, you can eat the cookie without needing to eat clean. Like you just, you got to have the cookie or you see somebody who's like, I'm going to have a cheat meal. And it's like a sandwich. And you're like, I eat sandwiches every day. Like, should I not be eating this sandwich? This is, this is where the guilt comes from. We see other people feeling bad for eating certain foods. And then you start questioning yourself, what you see, what you hear, what diets, what diets have told you, what past coaches have told you, oh, you need to send me progress photos. And um, make sure you write down every single thing that you eat and then like screenshot my fitness pal and just email them to email that to me so I can make sure that you're eating perfectly. Barf. 
I mean, like, to be honest with you guys, like back in my fitness coaching days and like, I don't know, 2017 or whatever, I definitely did that years ago, but it's like guilt comes on because somebody has told you that like you did something wrong. You don't just feel guilty because you feel guilty because your thoughts, you're thinking you shouldn't have eaten that you're, you're thinking I'm eating too much. You're thinking I'm not allowed to have this. You would not be feeling that way if you didn't have those thoughts. We all know the easiest thing when you feel guilt is to go beat yourself up. Why did you do this? You should feel bad. You're so stupid. That's automatic. And that's not probably working well for you. It never worked for me. It's hard to be kind to yourself because I remember telling myself, like, how can I be kind to myself? I deserve it. Like, I, I need to be hard on myself so that maybe I can learn the lesson. I never learned the lesson and I was hard on myself every single time. So I promise. I promise that that's not the way out. Even you believing that you need to be beating yourself up is so toxic in and of itself. Like you deserve better. How do you want to think instead? What do you need? Do you know what you need? I can definitely guarantee that you don't need more self-beat up. You don't need more judgment. You don't need to be hard on yourself. You don't need that. But Lorna, I do deserve it. Because like, I need to make sure that I don't do it next time. But how many times have you beaten yourself up and you still did it? But I need to make sure that I learned the lesson. But you still, you still do it. So something needs to change. When, you, when you're so mean to yourself, remember I, I called myself like an idiot and I was so stupid. That did not stop me from feeling guilty. That did not stop me from having another binge. It, in fact, it, it made me feel worse. And then I would just do it again. When you feel guilty for eating something and then you notice I shouldn't feel guilty, then you're like feeling guilty for feeling guilty. Does that make sense? It intensifies. So not only do you have guilt because you ate something, but now you feel guilt because you're feeling guilty. So it's like guilt on top of guilt, on top of guilt, on top of guilt. And then it's like, there's other emotions that stack onto it. Then you feel embarrassed because you didn't learn your lesson. You're embarrassed because you like felt really guilty and you're like, I'm not going to do that again. And then you did it again. And now you feel shameful and then you're frustrated and then you don't have sex with your partner because you just feel so guilty. And then you feel bad about that. And your partner's like, wait, what's wrong? And then you're like, I feel bad because I can't explain why I feel this way because they have no idea what's actually going on. But I feel bad because I want, I want you to know that I care about you and that I love you, but I also feel so horrible in my own skin. And then it's like, you feel bad because you don't want them to think anything's wrong and, and you love them. And it's like, they, you can't tell them what's, what's actually going on because they're not going to understand. <sighs> It's a lot. It's a lot. So is this thought true? Is this thought mine? And what do I need right now? It is okay to have guilt. It's okay to feel, but it is not okay to marinate in the guilt because that prevents you from moving forward. It prevents you from a better relationship with food. It prevents you from spending time with the people that you love. 
So let's work to shake off that guilt as quickly as possible. And a very tangible tool that really helped me, maybe you're going to enjoy this one, by the way. First of all, how do you feel after a shower? If, if, you're, if you're watching, how do you feel after a shower? How do you feel after taking like a nice, long, hot shower, if that's your thing, or a cold shower in the morning? How do you feel? For me, every time I take a shower, I feel rejuvenated. I feel refreshed. I feel so aligned. Yeah, clean and fresh, refreshed. Like I feel so good. Fabulous. I love it. I walk out of the uh, the shower and I feel fabulous. I love it. I love it. Even if I'm in like a bad mood, I come out of the shower and I feel so freaking good. So when you're feeling guilty, you know what you can do? You can hop in a shower and I want you to imagine all of those unhelpful thoughts that are not true, that are not even yours. I want you to imagine those thoughts like, like wiping away and they're just like slowly washing away from your body into the drain. They're going goodbye. I, I, I labeled this masterclass goodbye food guilt because when I take a shower and if I have any negative thoughts, I just imagine like the thoughts are like washing away. They're going into the gr- to the drain and I'm saying goodbye to them. It's like I'm wiping off the guilt off of my body. I am releasing the guilt. I am letting go. I am shaking it off. I am releasing it. Goodbye. Goodbye guilt. And you can, you can just feel that like the guilt coming off of your body. When you step out of the shower, you, you know, you feel cleansed, you feel refreshed, you feel rejuvenated. There's like a new perspective. Even when you're in the thoughts, uh, even when you're in the shower, redirect your thoughts. Okay. What is the thought that always pops up in my mind that leaves me feeling guilty? You ate too much. You need to burn that off. You can't eat blah, blah, blah. Okay. Noted. I'm aware. And then go through the, go through the steps. Is this true? Is this mine? What do I need right now? And you're going to come out of the shower like a brand new freaking woman, empowered, confident to move forward, confident to say goodbye to those thoughts. Confident to not let those thoughts create guilt for you. This really, really supported me like that. That was like a really tangible thing that always made me feel so much better. So I hope that was, that was helpful for you as well too. (sighs) How are we feeling? Let me know in the chat box. How are we feeling? Just over an hour. Wow. Time flies by. I like blinked and I'm like, it's been over an hour. All right. Well, we're going to be wrapping. We're going to be wrapping this up. I hope that you really enjoyed this masterclass. This was a lot of like the mindset piece, redirecting our thoughts, which is really, really important. Okay. Now I want to take a few moments, just the next one or two minutes to talk about a few things coming up. If you want to work with me on a deeper level, I do have another masterclass. If you love masterclasses, I love masterclass because like they're so potent. They're so like straight to the point. So I do have a, another masterclass coming up. It's called my root masterclass. There's not many details yet because it is 
uh, at the beginning of April, but it's how to get to the root of your binge eating so you can sustainably end this for good. This is a mindset masterclass, and I'm going to be sharing what might be holding you back from fully conquering binge eating. And I'm so very excited. It's right now $47 until Sunday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you're interested in that, you're like, I want another masterclass. This is a paid one. It's $47 until Sunday morning. You can message me the word root and I'll send you the link. Okay. The next thing coming up is I'm so excited by program eat normally. And I know a lot of you guys on here are in it already. <sighs> I'm so excited. This is a program that's going to help you eat normally. And what I mean by eating normally is you're eating intuitively. You're not weighing your food or tracking or measuring anything. You're not thinking about how much to eat. Is this a good food? Is this a bad food? You're allowed to enjoy all foods without feeling bad. You're confident with your choices. You're decisive. You eat until you're full and you move on. There's no obsession. You're not looking for more food. You crave healthy foods. Like you love eating healthy and you eat the foods that make you feel good, but you also enjoy your, your favorite foods with full control. You eat what your family's eating. You go out for dinner. You don't stress about the lowest calorie option. This is normal eating. So we're starting next week. This is really for you to help you if you are right now tracking calories and macros and you want to transition into intuitive eating, but you want a step-by-step process so that you don't spiral out of control with food, this is for you. So if you're tracking right now and you want to eat intuitively, this is for you. Okay. Now also, if you are eating intuitively, but or maybe you're not really eating intuitively, but you're not really tracking either, but you know that you don't really trust yourself or you still see food as good versus bad. You are eating when you're not hungry. You, you're like eating past fullness. You don't trust yourself yet. This program is also for you. Okay. So if you want to eat normally, you just want to feel so free with food. You don't want to have to weigh your food. You don't want to have to track your food. You want to eat when you're hungry. Stop when you're full. You can message me eat normally for the details. Okay. We're starting next week. You guys just a few days away. There's already 10 incredible people inside. I'm so excited. Okay. That's start, starting next week. The last thing that I want to say, if you are desiring some more personalized coaching with me, I do have a 21 day food freedom challenge and a four month Academy. This is for you. If you want to have your personalized questions answered. So there are certain things that you want to work through with me. Um, then I have, I have those two different options right now. When you join my four month Academy eat normally is included. Okay. All my masterclasses, all my programs are included. So you will get eat normally included if you join the Academy. Okay. Somebody also joined the Academy today and I'm just, I'm so grateful and I'm so excited. So if any of that resonated with you, you want more information on anything that I shared after this masterclass, you know where to find me, come in my DMs and you can ask me for any of the links or more details, okay? Thank you guys so much for being here. I hope you guys found this so incredibly helpful. Thank you for being here and we'll see you guys soon. Bye guys.